welcome to the No So Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling. This week, we're going to talk about Beach Break and did the wedding really go through? Edge is on his uh, tour of all the brands and see how the ratings did for that. Some interesting news, interesting things happen at the end of Beach Break and what does that lead for future wrestling? So let's get into it, but first, I'm your host, Joseph Lussell. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Hey. That's Spirit. No sales living legend, Mike Boo. What? It's happening, Marks. How's your wrestling life going, Corey? My wrestling life? Yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah? Yeah, no. I, I watch uh, a multitude of new uh, <clears throat> companies a week, um, and I watch a, uh, old stuff. Nice. Keeps me happy. I will say that I'm, even with the stuff I like in current day wrestling, I'm going more and more back to the old stuff to to really get satisfied because it's like, it's not that I hate all of it, but it is changing to the amount where it's like, I I need the comfort food. Mm-hmm. I need my soul food, which is like 80s wrestling. I need I need headlocks and arm drags, and I need a storyline that makes sense and builds from part A to part B instead fans. of going from... <laughs> fans, too. Fans make a difference. I'm not going to lie. I'm missing fans. Um, is it getting to the point for you guys now where you're like, I, I fucking need to see fans again? Yes. I do. I want fans. I, I, like, at the beginning, I was like, I don't really notice it. I don't, I'm, kind of, I'm cool with it. I don't care. A year in, but, I need fans. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, when they pipe in, you suck. Yeah, I, I, like, this thing is like... I think I talked about it before. If they just would, like, be in the moment, don't pipe shit in. Like, embrace the weird of it. That's what bugged me on yeah. SmackDown. Roman's in there, and they chanted in a, a loud you suck mat. And, and, and he pauses And, and he pauses and, like, reacts to it like it's real. And it's like, God damn it, guys. Stop. <laughs> oh, it pissed me off. But anyway, yes. Um, but it's steady. I need these. Uh, for... For every new match, I for every two new matches I see, I have to go back and watch the Stan Hansen match. Those are always great. Uh, have you started the uh, Shivani tour? I have been watching. Yes. Oh, nice. Yes, yes, yes. I uh, it, it matches up exactly with what I'm doing, so it's like kismet. It's like ah, yes. two for one. You're on yeah, podcast two for on one. the show. Yeah. yeah, excellent. Nice. So that's old stuff. Let's talk about the new stuff. Dory is doing, they finally announced the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view on the 21st. Why the hell did they sit on it so long? They couldn't announce at the Rumble? Yeah, I, usually you do. But yeah, it shouldn't have been a good idea. But. I got an idea. Let's not do it. No. So they announced the Elimination Chamber oh, pay-per-view. That? I guess that was another pay-per-view in March. I was like, what was that? Fucking eight weeks before Mania? Jesus Fast Lane. Christ. Fast Lane. It's like three weeks. The, first, the first Peacock pay-per-view. So, Chamber has two matches already announced. One I'm excited for, and it's for the U.S. Championship, as it's Riddle versus Keith Lee versus Bobby Lashley. If they if they keep the bullshit to a minimum and let those three just oh, yeah. do their thing for like ten minutes, I am fine. Uh, yeah. Lashley spine-busted in his way Keith Lee last night, and it looked like Kane choke-slamming John Cena. Got him up really high. Speak And speaking of high, Riddle's there with a black eye. wonder where he got that one from. Uh, but the chamber match is for the WWE Championship as it's going to be Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, Drew's friend Sheamus. Who am I forgetting? Return on him. Let me turn on him. Uh, the Jeff Mi- Hardy? I said him first. The Miz? The Miz. Orton? And Randy Orton. Orton. Yeah. All former WWE champions. Cool. So you still... My question is, uh, first of all, to get some new blood in here, please. Jesus. But I'm fine with the majority of them. But The Miz. The Miz has been used as comedy fodder. He, he, he's comedy at this point. And Look, a tag team. We know what his match is at WrestleMania. This is irrelevant yeah. to him being in and this match. He's not winning. He hasn't. He has, like, regressed in the ring terribly over the last two years. And it's like, why put him in there? Even with the, oh, only former WWE champions, Kofi Kingston's on Raw. Yep. Even if you're going by what's current, Kofi Kingston was just two years ago. Mm-hmm. The Miz hasn't been the champ since 2011. Yeah. That's recent, right? I mean, what are you doing? 
Like, use Kofi here. You got plans for him at the pay-per-view? No. Not no. yet. But they're doing the thing of... And it makes me angry that they're doing this fact that they're doing putting the Miz in this chamber match. However, while they're doing having the Miz somewhat feud with that young upstarter Edge because he's money in the bank and Edge is the rumble rumble winner, and you know that promo they cut last night. The Miz saying, "Well, I'm gonna cash in at Mania." Yeah, and Edge rightly saying, "Well, you're an idiot. You just told me exactly what your fucking plan is." So. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Uh, the only way this happened, and this will never happen, but I just thought of this, and it's, I think it's a pretty smart way, actually. It'll never happen because this company lacks imagination. And this isn't even that imaginative, guys. In my opinion, what should happen is shortly before Mania, Miz talks his fucking mouth off, Edge puts him in a corner where he can't say no, and the briefcase is on the line, and Edge gets the briefcase. And then in Mania, he loses his match, but cashes in anyway. Because one, it would give some juice to Edge, which apparently he needs it with the ratings. <laughs> two, it gets that off the Miz, because Miz should be nowhere near anything title-related right now. And it makes Edge the ultimate opportunist again. You can even turn him heel with the story <laughs> being like, at the last minute, he doubted himself enough that he needed that insurance policy. He needed to be the rated R superstar. Yeah, that made, that, and, he, and plus, that makes sense. He's the father of the money in the bank. Three time, if he did this, it would it makes sense. That makes it, sense. They, not a chance in fuck. They don't even think of it. In fact, they'll they'll just have Miz try to cash in and fail, and he'll be a laughing stock, which is fine. That there's a place or, for on the card for that. Or he wins because they fucking love the Miz. And it would be like them to be uh, night after WrestleMania. You know, he's put pulling in his $1.2 million for Miz you know and Mrs. You know what it is? That's also their thank you for the Bad Bunny thing. Yep. You're going to put over Bad Bunny. It's almost certain Miz is the one it, to get pinned. And you know what's funny as you say that? That he's going to put over Bad Bunny. And the funny thing is, Bad Bunny is outselling everybody on the dirty shop. Oh, he's new. <laughs> like, people are like, thank Christ. Outselling... At least at this point, they've noticed that. They're like, hey, we need to get young people that young people like on the show. Yeah. Like, they're trying to get Cardi B now. Okay. I don't know much about Cardi B. I don't B. either. I'm not a... Eh. I'm not a pop... I'm not current. But I've heard the name. Yeah. And I understand that Cardi B is She was current. in a Wayne's World commercial at the Super Bowl. Oh, so that's who that is. Okay. Yeah. I've seen yeah. her then. I know. <laughs> don't remember what she looks like, but I know the commercial. But so I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if they want her there since she's a former stripper. Bad, I, bad. Pup. All aboard the hoe train is all I'm going to say to that. <laughs> We're a clean company now. Uh, except for that rampant racism, running except for crazy that, you know, supporting our, an insurrection to overthrow the government. Yeah. Other than that, other brother, than, other than the seditionists and the rampant racists running through tri- Titan Tower and the raw roster, uh, nobody knows anything about that. You know, so, dude. You know, but yes, we have uh, Jimmy Snuka, super clean. We have those two matches announced. I, I, I've been never a big Miz fan, and I he, was. He had his run not a couple of years ago when he was the face IC champ. When he had some, when he was pulling out good matches, I didn't buy him as WWE title level when he had the belt. Hmm. But I was on record. You of all people can. Yep. That I understood it. He created a slight buzz about himself, and you want to create new stars? Why not take the chance? Uh, why not? And they also, I mean, booked him like complete garbage. Oh, they didn't know. His first him. match was like Jerry Lawler's. Like, what the fuck are we doing? But it got dude? over. It got over. Yeah. But it, the whole thing. Well, the, the rest of the time, when he took on Cena and Orton, they booked him like an impotent little bitch who couldn't beat them without tons of interference. It was terrible. Um, that's just how they book people. Yeah. They have no idea how to fucking book anybody right. But yeah, that was 2011. And he was good in 16 and 17 with Ten the Intercontinental title. Years ago. Kofi, Kofi's busy doing uh, uh, retribution. You know what well, like he couldn't get in the chamber for one night. You know what else happened 10 years ago? CM Punk yeah. happened 10 years ago. The Rock came back 
10 years ago. How can you look at this? Jesus, dude. How can you look at the Elimination Chamber match itself, the graphic for it, and not just scream 2009? Oh, I saw a tweet from that saying, I watched all these guys in 09. Yeah. Jesus, man. No new people. No. No Ricochet, no Ali, which I've loved Ali on. Twitter, right? But even that's now, a problem. It's Twitter, and this no, is one yeah. of those matches where like you need movement because it's like a kind of a barbaric match. So you need but Jeff like, Hardy and AJ move around. But how much will bet Jeff and AJ start the fucking match? Okay. Probably, but like at least Ricochet and Ali would be like doing shit, and moving and jumping off of things, and like you're gonna have Randy Orton slowly walking around punching people. And the Miz slowly walking around doing whatever Miz does. Don't really do that point. And Drew slowly beating people up with a claymore. Like it's Seamus slowly beating his chest. Morrison will get involved somehow, and then oh yeah, he'll 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 interfere somehow. Try to help. It's. Let me, Corey. I'll give you a second. Give me five other names that would be in the chamber. I can't. I can't with Drew. I don't. I don't watch Raw. I can't remember who's on. I forgot Riddle and Keith Lee were on the Raw roster until you told me about that match earlier. <laughs> so I couldn't. Well, uh, Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, yeah. Bobby Lashley. Uh, R- uh, Ricochet and Ali. <laughs> there it is. Got it. The guys you've mentioned since we went live. There it is. Already a better match. I, yeah, it's, it's a much better match, but it's like I, I, just, I don't watch Raw, so I couldn't tell you who's being pushed. I don't know who's relevant. I don't know who's... Looking like they might have plans. Um, on Raw, no one checks out. That's why I'm not watching it. All right, let me look through the roster hand. Um, Angel Garza joined Miz and Morrison for some reason, but oh, I think that was a fuck his career. That right? was a one night only. Let's hope so. Um, because he was, one because um, Garza was taking on. Who was he taking? I forgot who. Damian Priest. Yes. Hey, let's get Damian Priest in the Elimination Chamber. DP? Let's make a new guy. Yep. Yeah, make Charlie so would be all over for DP it. in there. You have, yeah. Yeah, so you have Braun. Nope. <laughs> no. 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 Okay. Um, Lucha House Party's doing the tag team. No. Right now. Oh, Ricochet. Yeah. He would be good if they he, didn't he, bury he, him. He'd be good in the match. Sheamus. Yeah. I like Sheamus, but. Mm. Well, that's it then. Okay. Tucker's well, there. Hell of a roster. So I'll name, I'll name you people that we like. Okay. Oh, yeah. Ronda Rousey. Uh, Brock Lesnar. So the, the men are, that are available okay. are Woods, Ugh. Tucker, Ugh. O'Neal, Ugh. Miz, Fiend, Ugh. any members of the Hurt Business, any members of Retribution, Seamus, Riddick Moss, Riddle, R-Truth, Orton, <sighs> Lucha House Party members, Jinder Mahal, Ms. Morrison, uh, Umberto Carrillo. They did the best they could, Corey. <laughs> this Elias, is the best they can do. They're not wrong. Viking Raiders. Yeah. Ghoul, any member of the 24 7 uh, thing. Braun. Big shows on the roster. And Lesnar. This is the best match they can put That's together. It. This is it. That it, yeah. Corey, you okay? Yeah, that that I just read. That's all the men. That's all the men on Raw. That is a terrible fucking roster. Yeah. Yeah. And SmackDown isn't exactly loaded. No. Should I do SmackDown? Sure. sure please do. Because you know what? They're gonna announce gonna the match. Chamber. So let's see who we can guess. <coughs> okay. Go ahead. So Roman. Okay. Well, obviously. Or if Roman has his way, he won't. Yeah. We have Alistair Black. Oh. He 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 doesn't work anymore. Apollo Cruz. No. Biggie. Should be. Should be. Cesaro. Okay. Bo Dallas. Oh, God. What? Chad Gable. Nope. Uh, D. Bryan. Dolph Ziggler. Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> they Jay, the Usos. He's going to be in that match. Carlisto. Kane. Kevin Owens. Corbin. Mojo. Murphy. Mustafa Ali is on SmackDown. Uh, yep. What? Ray Mysterio. Otis. Rude. Sami Zayn, Nakamura, Seth Rollins. They have a fuck ton more options on SmackDown. Man, say, that's a much better roster than Jesus, Raw. Jesus, dude. I mean, they really loaded SmackDown. Damn. Yeah. Um, 
Somehow Ali's on both. Uh, Triple H is on both. I, I didn't even say Jason Riker or uh, Wesley Blake. Because Cutler got fired. Cause since Cutler got fired, yeah. Because he got heat for getting COVID. Rumor and innuendo. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I know. They hosted a super spreader party. And they fired him because he's on the same roster as Roman, and part of getting Roman back was guaranteeing a safe, healthy workplace. Yep. And then this motherfucker does a super spreader New Year's party, posts all about it, and then comes in with the COVID. Hate to see it. I'm like, why are people saying it's too bad? Motherfucker deserved to get fired. He blatantly went against the rules. Wish you best your future endeavors. So if I was booking the SmackDown, I'll, I'll throw in Roman. I'll do Owens. Uso. Uso. Nakamura. Seth. Cesaro and D. Bryan. Sure. You got to have Seth in there. Or what the women's would be like. and Oh, we're f- not going to do women's if they have a the two Roman. Men. Yeah. It's not like they're going to do three or four fucking chambers. No. They've only ever done two. Do it. <laughs> It'd be entertaining. I wouldn't be surprised if they do an entire show of nothing but Chambers and Hell in a Cell at some point because they're fucking. That's what at this point that's where they're at creatively. Let's mix and match. Let's make it truly memorable. Just do a lethal lottery battle bowl elimination chamber pay per view. Six random names. Guess what? That's the first chamber. Go for it. It would be more entertaining. The winner of the four chambers you randomly do could do a fatal four way. Be like, no, you know what? Do six chambers. Then the winners of the six chambers come back for an ultimate elimination chamber. And then that person probably doesn't win anything because this company doesn't use logic anymore. I can up that. In Saudi Arabia. <laughs> you do like World War Three with elimination chambers. You have to eliminate your chamber to get into the other chamber. That's straight up Vince Russo. <laughs> just, just an entire arena of chambers. It's like American gladiators. You just fight through everything. You know what makes me sad that we didn't do the TNA podcast? We can still do that. Vince Russo. Once booked uh, a battle royal that mm-hmm. started on the outside of the ring, yep. and you had to throw your opponents over the top rope into the ring to start the battle royal, and then throw them out to win. Stay tuned for <laughs> total nonstop total agony. Agony. <laughs> agony coming soon to nosoentertainment.com. So we have uh, that to look. What forward. an odd fucking thing that was. We have that chamber stuff to look forward to <laughs> in the next couple of weeks, but. I'm swerving this podcast because we're going to mark out no sell for this upcoming Sunday. Oh, we forgot about that. NXT Vengeance Day. Oh, yeah. On Valentine's On Day. On Valentine's Day. Ooh. So, Shocked they didn't go with St. Valentine's Day Massacre. No. Probably should have. People would have watched it. So let's start off with a triple threat match for the NXT Women's Championship. Mercedes Martinez versus Io Shirai versus Tony Storm. Oh, I'm marking out? Yeah. And really want Mercedes Martinez to win. Even though I love so Mercedes Io Shirai. will she? No. The Women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Finals. Mm. Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart versus The Way, or or The Way because it's yeah, determined that, yeah. on tomorrow. Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. No. My, my girl Dakota's in it, so I'll at least care a little, but I can't really say I'm marking out over this. Okay. Then, for the men's Dusty Tag Team Finals, also the winners will receive a future... I like this one. The winners of this one get, say, NXT Tag Title Shot, but the winners of the women's don't get shit. It's going to I mean, be... They do have women's tag team champions. They forget about that. Uh, it's going to be MSK, We Less, We Wesley, and Nash Carter. Formerly known as the Rascals. Yeah. Or Legado de Fantasma, Raul yeah. Mendoza, and Joaquin Wilde. It'll be MSK. They're not going to the finals, Legado de Fantasma. Versus Grizzled Young Vets, James Drake and Zach, Zach Gibson. Or this year's makeshift tag team of Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso Ciampa. I'm actually waffling on this. I think it's going to be Grizzled Young Vets who go to the finals. Because I... Just don't see MSK being so brand new, taking on established Uber main event Tommaso Ciampa and then Timothy Thatcher. So in your, it's two faces. I just don't like the. Once again, it's just year one, Balor and Joe. Joe. Year two was undisputed era, but then last year when we we uh, it was um, Riddle, 
and done. Mm-hmm. It's like, I really, come on. Like, that's why I think it's going to be MSK and Grizzled Gun Fest in the finals. Okay. Now, well, because I looked at it, I'm like, mm, they're not going to feed their brand new tag team to Ciampa. And- no. This doesn't make sense. Yeah. I think it's MSK. But Hill, Grizzled Young Vets against MSK. MSK, they mean something. Don't kid yourself. He gave them neon green and black as their color. Mm-hmm. Triple H did. Mm-hmm. Break it down. He takes that seriously. Oh, yeah. That's the last. That team's going to win. Yeah. Kobe <laughs> Kingston. When was the last time he won the championship? No, he had that dark green and black and yellow. We're talking neon green. Neon, yeah. They've got DX colors. So, according, so... If you only knew the history... Watch out, Stephanie. No, if you only knew the history. Wrestlers got fined and buried for showing up in gear that matched DX uh, colors. Even after DX was not a thing. If you showed up with neon green and black, you were buried. Wow. Umaga almost lost his job. Did not know that. Yes. Um, a singles match for the NXT North American Championship, Johnny Gargano versus Kushida. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> According to Austin Theory, it's not happening. If it does happen, it sounds like a great match, and I'll mark it out. Okay. If it doesn't happen, what do they do? Scramble. As, again, I can't even get, venture a guess these days because this company does... He's pulled a match? Mm. They would add something because there's only five matches on the show. Yeah. But this fucking company... <laughs> And then for the NXT Heavyweight Championship, Booble's favorite, Pete Dunne, versus his also other favorite, Finn Balor. I don't mind Pete Dunne. It'll, it'll be a good match. Finn Balor sucks. It'll be a there good, hard-hitting match, like the O'Reilly matches. Balor wins, probably. And Balor definitely wins. Yeah. It's just not time. It, he's on a run. I know you don't like him, but he's on a run. And it's too early to, to stop that run. Yeah. A lot of people missing from uh, no undisputed era on this card. And that's For like the a first. first time since they got here. Weird. Not a single one of them are on this card. It's weird. It's odd. Is there going to be a storyline development with that? No, so far it's just that uh, O'Reilly already lost his rematch to Balor and um, Colin Strong lost in the tournament. Hmm. So they're just not working. That's a pretty big group of. That's like, that's like putting on a WWE pay per view in early '97 and not putting any of the NWO on. <laughs> like, eh, bold move. We'll, we'll do this without you guys. Probably those people show up, but hey, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'm not super enthused. It it looks like an okay card, but not a great card. Uh, the one we went to last February was a lot better. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's missing a I lot keep, of star power. I, I keep forgetting we went to one. <laughs> Right before the world ended. Last good show. <laughs> Last good show. What is the Corey going to last good show? <laughs> Corey, come on now. Like I said, I'm not allowed to go to a dynamite. <laughs> yeah. but if they ever come this way, I, know. I can't go. We're flying Corey to England. Like, <laughs> like, 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 hear me out. I, I want to go with Corey to see <laughs> the if good he's show. three for three. <laughs> the good show. Yeah. <laughs> Next week, fucking Impact buys them. <laughs> yeah. Todd's lost it's all like, his money. Like he the, gambled and lost. It's like the main event, like Omega and the Bucks. You know, like a highlight match, You're like and it's like, it's like a battle royal for the title. Like I get in the the night ends, the match ends, and everybody's like spent because it was like a seventeen star match. Yep. Yeah, and then the, the next, next week day. it's a shit. It's the, like, the next day, next day they Impact signed John Wrestling, Cena. Yeah, Impact Wrestling <laughs> has signed AEW. God damn! <laughs> what happened to? Next week they bring in Vince Russo to book. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're going a different way. Correct. <laughs> Hogan joins AEW. So you guys like, like your wrestling? On. Too fucking bad. Bro. <laughs> Bro, this kid sucks. All of a sudden, fucking the main event is like Luther versus Sunny Kiss. Versus <laughs> Sunny Kiss for the fucking title. Well, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Wrap it up. Bring in the trucks. Let's it was good. Go. It was good while we were there. <laughs> God damn it. And then we can go, wow, Corey was right. A Rod <laughs> is the greatest Yankee of all time. God damn it. Hey, hey, every time I His Bucks won the Super Bowl. Hey, you put yeah. some respect sorry, on his name. Sorry. Hey, every time I go to see the Yankees, they lose in Seattle. Whose fault's that? Mine. <laughs> I am bad luck. I watched them win in Seattle. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I am like kryptonite. Every time I go, they lose. Do you have like do you have those like like a ritual like, you know, like, oh I don't do this that day or nope. 
No? No. Start one. You should worship at the altar of A-Rod. Uh, that, that won't happen. Uh, if you want, we for your birthday, which I believe is coming up and You forgot some, his birthday? I, yeah, I don't know. Damn. It's close. It's, it's close. May 2nd, you stupid son of a bitch. Well, because I, I remember because of uh, a... <laughs> it's not that. <laughs> it's May 1st. May Day. <laughs> there it is. We should get him a shrine of A-Rod so you can pray to him. Isn't every- that just J-Lo? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't want either one. No. But she's from the block. Yeah. Hey, look. Do you, do you see the grills? Yeah. No, like we just get you a, sh- a shrine so you can go. That's cool. I'm, I'm good. Uh, why not? <clears throat> what do you usually get somebody for their 41st birthday? Anything but that. That's, that's what it is. A pack of gum. The Trail Sprewell jersey. Better than anything at Rod, yes. Hey, look, he trips. It's amazing that Andre levitated in midair and then slammed it like, in. Yeah, well, so, so. Like, yeah, that's Like, we it can anymore. get you an A Rod Jabu. Fuck you, Jabu. Fuck you, A Rod. Fuck you, A Rod. I do it myself. <laughs> Trust Did, in Jesus Christ, get hit a curveball. <laughs> Uh, yep. so, last, so last week, Beach Break happened for AEW. Another great show. <laughs> yeah, they've been in a roll. Uh, the wedding actually went through. Yes. Uh, no, there was no shenanigans James, during the wedding. During the wedding. James Mitchell. Oh, the, the sinister minister, Father James Mitchell, officiated. People were questioning it because the last time he uh, ran a wedding, someone got shot. Well, there's quality control on this show, so... <laughs> Uh, but the wedding went through, and then after uh, Chucky e. T and uh, Orange Cassidy beat up, well, made fun of them all. But basically, because the storyline was once the wedding is over, Chucky e. T is no longer the butler from Miro. So for that three weeks, it was um, entertaining. Anytime James Mitchell is on my screen, I'm a happy guy. Uh, it did go through. There were no shenanigans. They were legitimately married like two days before. Yeah. Um, uh, they had the Battle Royal Battle Royal Jericho and MJF won So they're facing the Bucks At uh, Revolution Revolution A tag team I'm really to start I'm really starting to like Is the Acclaimed I knew it I love the Acclaimed I, They man. come out rapping And it's like Who the hell wants to listen To Judas anymore And like <laughs> they pan in Jericho And it's like What the hell did he say <laughs> Yeah He's. Uh, I mean, it's it's the John Cena 03 gimmick for yes. this guy, but he yeah. he does his own. He free he freestyles, and the first time that's actually what got him the job. He was a jobber on Dark once, but he like posted a video online like a day before to a you know, and it got the right people looking. And he's been a wrestler for a while, so. And Anthony Bowens, his his partner in the in the in the acclaimed, was actually at a WWE tryout multiple times, and they passed on him saying he wasn't good enough. Even though the PR for him would have been insane because he's what? He's a African American homosexual wrestler who's out and proud of it. Mm-hmm. But not it's but it's not part of his gimmick. It just happens to be him. Yep. Is um, that is what is that thing that AW does, what they were talking about that inclusivity. They, yep. It's everything WWE says they want. But uh, they don't but even when they had uh Darren Young. Darren Young didn't capitalize on. They did for like a week. But even then, it was in a hushed way. Like, oh yeah, it was for a week because it came out, and then they're like, "Hey, we're proud of you." And then, well, because like, put it down. and like, uh, they were in a no win position. But I'm not defending them for that. It's their fault they were in a no win position because they had given Darren Young like a title run. People were like, "Well, you're they just did. doing this Make to carry you." But like, but like, not the main title, yeah. like the heavyweight title. But like, so they, they would be like, "You're just capitalizing on this story," which. Would have been smart business wise, but it would have been disingenuous. Oh no, you're totally. So right. they were fucked either way. They, Again, like, their own fucking fault for being fucked. And, and way. like in AEW, it's never been mentioned. Yeah, it's just not a thing. They don't care. It shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah. It, but uh, they didn't. But they tried to make Darren Young great again with Backlund. Well, that was the best he was going to get. Yeah. You know, but no, they, I've been. But no, they're a good team. Yeah, they're a good team. Uh, but yes, little we were uh, Zen was really disappointed to see that it was MJF and. Of course. Well, so is everyone else. <sighs> yeah. Uh, I mean, the sooner he gets rid of that dude, the fucking better for him. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, I guess let's just let the storyline play out and hope at the end it's not done too much damage. God damn. Uh, Dr. Britt Baker defeating Thunder Rosa. That was a really good match. Really good match. Uh, according to this wiki, Dave Meltzer gave it three and a half. 
It's so, I'm sorry, three and three quarters. It's the best women's match they've probably had. Definitely on TV. I know the the Sheeta Thunder Rosa match on paper was really good too, but this was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pay Adam Page and Hardy defeated the Chaos Project in th- four minutes, but that's just the storyline going of Matt wanting to manipulate manipulate Page, Page and he wants none of it. That's big uh, money, Matt. Lance Archer defeating Eddie Kingston in a Lumberjack match. That was fun. That's fun. Uh, those two just beat the shit out of each other. It's fun. Uh, Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers defeated John Moxley and Death Triangle members Pac and Ray Phoenix. That was a good and, match. Uh, four and a half by the Meltzer. It was really good. Ray yeah. Phoenix. Good God Almighty. I've been saying for like two years now, Ray Phoenix is the modern day 1990s Ray Mysterio, but with even better like moves off the road. So like, crisp. It's also bigger too. Yeah, it's ridiculous how great so this guy is. So crisp. Him doing there's like... He was a Defy, right? Yeah, did uh, we see him in Defy? Ray Horse, he, that's yeah, you saw Ray Horse. Yeah, that's where you did face. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, he's uh, ridiculous. Um, <sighs> so smooth on the ropes. It somehow catches his, himself. He can do the springboard, easy springboard, jump down the second rope, back up, run the ropes, legitimately run on top of the top rope, and not even break a spread, uh, sweat. Him doing the. Tope Suicido and like legitimately flying into the crowd into every the crowd. time. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. And what happened after the match? Jeff? Well, after the match, uh, Moxley's standing in the ring, and then a hooded man comes in and attacks him, and he takes that hood off, and it's New Japan's Kenta. Bum, bum, bum. Kenta hits a go to sleep. That Moxley sold terribly. Moxley sold it like. He Slater did to Bradshaw's clothesline from hell. Yeah. Well, he know. he he Taker sat up, and yeah. then then like folded the legs up above. Yeah. It was bad. How um, so? Kenta sh- showed up next week. It's Omega and Kenta versus Archer and Moxley in a like the unsanctioned yeah. match. So mm-hmm. when the lights go out, this is not part of the AW records. And I'm all for it. I love it. I loved it. Uh, last year, <clears throat> because they've been angling to do this match forever, Kenta won the rights to challenge for the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. Moxley has it. Couldn't get back into Japan. Recently showed up on New Japan Strong to attack Kenta in an accepted match. It's happening 26th at New Beginning in USA. Yep. Last year, Moxley cut a promo that some people gave him shit for, saying that all roads in wrestling... Leads go through John Moxley. He's right. He was right. He's proved it. This is actually the start of the New Japan AEW mm-hmm. partnership. Remember Done solely because of him. Moxley. Remember when AEW first started and they talked about how the door of working between AEW and New Japan were closed because of what happened with the Bucks and Omega. A year ago. Now, mm-hmm. come... Cooler has prevailed at some cool, point. You no, just, of course. You know. Of course. They needed to get the business done to get him back in there. But it was like... Moxley. But he was the linchpin. He was important enough to get it done now. Because trust me, those uh, feelings are not gone oh, yeah. with mm-hmm. some of the people. Uh, uh, I mean, I suspect at some point the Bucks are going to have to lay down for somebody. Oh, they're probably not going. Like, they don't... Japan doesn't want them. It, they want Omega back. Yeah. Every once in a while. And they want Moxley terribly. They don't want the Bucks. Cody. They don't want any they just want Hangman. Moxley. Yeah, they just want Moxley. And I'm sure I'm sure there's a few talents they might want to use eventually, but of the ones who were there, mm-hmm. some hard feelings with some of them. Trent. They were pushing Trent up to like the never open weight level, and then he just leaves to go to AEW. So he won't be back. Jericho. I mean, he didn't burn any bridges, but I can't imagine they would look at him and be like, we want to bring him back. Jericho would be like Macho Man and Steiner yeah, that we watched in like, 2000. Like, uh, that, we're good. Like, we're good. <laughs> That's how so, I look at it. With However, me, I was going to say real quickly, me. however, um, Darby Allen and Ray Phoenix in the junior heavyweight division in New Japan sounds mighty good to me. Give me, <laughs> give it, put it. Osprey versus Allen. Time bomb against Darby Allen. Yeah. <laughs> they might actually kill each other. 
Phoenix and Time Bomb. Yeah, see? Put it in my veins. So, with that happening with New Japan, AEW is in bed with New Japan, Impact, NWA, Triple mm-hmm. A. I feel like there's like a fifth. It's, I feel like there's a fifth. Well, they haven't done MLW or Ring of Honor yet. Yeah. Ring yet. of Honor feels yet. like soon. It's a genius move, right? So if WWE is just going to sign every indie wrestler, they're like, fine, we'll just work with every promotion, and you can have your indies and have them use nowhere. Have fun with that. It's great. And like, here's, mm-hmm. the, and like, here's <coughs> I, I love the idea that I'm working with other companies because it's the fact, like, look at the um, private party. You know what they're doing right now? Nothing on, NA, on AEW, but they're on Impact challenging for the titles. Mm-hmm. You're putting your... You're, you're putting your talent on other shows to get them over. It's a better version of what WWF did with the ECW. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just at a higher level. This is perfect because you have tons of young talent like Private Party, the acclaimed people like that, that have definite upside. Mm-hmm. You have X number of hours on your show, but Impact needs help. And it's a great place for young guys to learn Mm-hmm. Stuff. So yes, you, you, use Impact as a training ground. Send, you start working with MLW. Send some guys over there to to. Well, they they do a good job too. More importantly, for New Japan, if this comes to fruition, I can see this working great. AEW would be a good place to send one of your young boys on an excursion for a year. He works a lot of dark. He may work the occasional dynamite. Yeah, sure, he loses. But he learns the American style. He learns TV production, and, all of that, and then boom. And you know what's uh, to that point? I actually think because of the people they have in charge at AEW, they might start their own little young boy thing and send them to Japan. Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad like, idea. Like an AEW dojo. Yeah. And then send them to and use Trey Young Boy. And they already kind of have. They, they're using Cody Rhodes Nightmare mm-hmm. Collective as like their unofficial. The family, yeah. The, oh no, the, his dojo. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. As like the unofficial mm-hmm. training ground. Uh, it's smart. No, it's it's, smart. it's very yeah. smart. It's very. You had like on tonight's impact, they have MJF and Jericho do a little video, and you know, because uh, Tommy Dreamer's going up for the title, title yeah. And MJF's like, "Don't croak in the ring," but you probably will. Good old boss man promo. So you have all that good stuff. And AEW then announced the World, Women's World Championship Eliminator Tournament of Team US, uh, USA versus Japan. Well, there's USA brackets and, and then US, Japan bracket. Yeah. And then they meet, yeah. winners meet. Winners up. meet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on this upcoming episode of the of uh, Dynamite, Darby Allen's putting up the TNT Championship against Joey Janela. The inner circle members of Chris Jericho and MGF will be going facing the acclaimed. And then my favorite so far is Nightmare Family members Cody Rhodes and Lee Johnson versus <coughs> Cesar Boni- Bo- Bononi. Bononi and pretty Peter Avalon. Remember, Cesar Bononi spent God, what was it, four years in NXT? NXT? Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the pretty Peter... He's grown on me. He's grown on. Did you see the walk off on Dark? Yeah. And he like they had a walk off, and he's, it's, it's stupid. Stutter stuff. He's like they do like it's um, Brandy, uh, Jerry Lynn, Jerry Lynn, and the, the female ref, and Aubrey. Aubrey, and Aubrey is in the dress, <coughs> but it's a zebra dress, mm-hmm. so it's like she's a ref. Yeah. Like, and like they do a walk off and stuff, and they all like nine nine nine, and Avon walks, and then it's like nine nine nine. Oh, we have a tie, and then you hear like. Can we see a replay of that? And like they do a replay, and like he slightly stutters, and then like everyone then flipped their nines or six, and it's like, what the hell? Some it's, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say his is it's it's a dark overall. It's a dark character. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be a dynamite, dude. but when you do see him on dynamite, he'll be doing the job. Yeah. But that's fine. You need people like that, and it's they're doing a better job of getting people's characters over. Yes. Someday. There will be a documentary about the amount of wasted talent in NXT that sat there for multiple years and didn't even make TV. There will be a documentary about it, and people are like, how in the fuck? You want to know what what might be the biggest example that we're seeing right now? Craziness. Ty Conti. 
Mm-hmm. She's killing it in AEW. Yes, and she she's gotten so much better yes, in the is. ring. And she was completely fucking wasted in NXT. Yes. Uh, that's why it brings me to the Conrad Thompson podcast with uh, Chris Hero. Because like the selling, like the highlight they give you is Chris Hero talking about NXT. About how it's like once they went to network TV, they lost the purpose of what the point of NXT was to build stars for the main roster. It's them now... We're uh, alongside the main roster. So they lose, they lost the point of what they wanted to do. It's been a negative. Mm-hmm. It has been a negative. So I believe uh, we called. Mm-hmm. We did. And it's, for me, I, I know Corey watches every week and producers then watches AEW Dark every week. I'm starting to now too. And it's actually really entertaining to watch all the people on Dark and then they get a match on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Even, though they, even, even though they're going to J-O-B, you root it's, for them. You root for them. Like, yeah, they claim. Think. Like, look at them. They're always on a... Uh, Dark. Dark. Bow, uh, Bowen, uh, Bowen, Bowens is on commentary. Like, every... Mm-hmm. On Dark now... I mean, you could be a jobber and have a job for 25 years. Yep. Yeah. And make a damn good living doing on, it. Uh, on, a, on Dark, they have guest commentators all the time, and Negative One is fantastic. <laughs> Him telling fucking... Excalibur to shut up. Yeah. Shut up, Excalibur. <laughs> and Taz is laughing his ass off. That's the new... That's the new... Um, Botchamania thing of the like uh, Taz is fucking go. Him uh, send for man moment is just him leaning back, laughing his <laughs> ass off because like negative one gets on mic and he goes, "Shut up, Excalibur!" <laughs> it's like what? nobody cares what you nobody have to say. And just Taz. What did he say the other week? The meat stick or something? <laughs> something. Oh, oh the, the skin flute. The, the skin flute. Taz is you ridiculous. Ever played the skin flute. Yeah. Taz is a treasure on dark. Yes, um, I love. I, I, and I gotta say, I know it's you know some people think it's uh, childish. I love the fact that Negan one's on commentary, but he's playing that heel of Taz. Nice to see you again. You're my friend. Excalibur. Shut up, Excalibur. Shut up, Excalibur. Where's my five dollars? Yeah. And he gives him five dollars. Like, they made a bet. Like it was like uh, <laughs> ten. Yeah. Versus somebody and like, you know, uh name one, I'll bet five bucks that ten wins and Excalibur's like, like I'm on it, and then ten wins. Where's my money? I'll give it to you next week. <laughs> so he comes in. Gets on, Where's my money? Nice to see you, Taz. <laughs> Taz, you're uh I like your uh Taz, I like your family like I love the Team Taz. Team Taz. Well thank you, negative one. One of these days we should go out and you know we can, <laughs> we can be I'll, evil together. I'm gonna be evil. I'll I'll I'll, I'll drink some Jack, uh <laughs> You chocolate milk or something. <laughs> Another one is I love when Ricky Starks joins commentary because he's part of Team Taz. Yeah. And actually, at some point every show, him and Taz start bickering a little. Yeah. And Excalibur <laughs> will like stoke it on. I envision like a scenario where Negative One is like in the movie Basketball, where like they just take the kid to the bar oh, and yeah. just shenanigans <laughs> happen. I, I envision that scenario. Uh, so, my, another line from Negative One is that he's doing is like, "This is what hell looks like." <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Shut up, Excalibur! Excalibur. Yes, that is my uh, Twitter handle. Uh, shut up, Excalibur. <laughs> and then Excalibur, at some point every show, like, trolls Taz on something. Like, he gets him to believe something that's obviously not true, but Taz doesn't know shit. Yeah. He doesn't know nothing about current wrestlers other than what he's, like, watching. Like, he, he, he convinced him that Austin Gunn and Billy Gunn were the gun club, but Colton Gunn wasn't in the gum, gun club because he was actually part of the gum club. <laughs> And Taz like, Taz went along with the bit, but Excalibur kept going. So after a few minutes, he's like, "Wait, are you ribbing me? Is, it, is there really a gum club?" <laughs> and next time, was like, "No, there's not a gum club." It's been great. AEW sent AEW has been fun to watch every week. Do you know why they do such long darks? Well, no. Uh, he actually Tony Khan answered that this past week. One like two and a half hours. He wants to give everybody work. Oh yeah, everybody who's there, he he, he wants to pay them so. Boom! Let's get some work. He all the plus he he said he takes it as a personal responsibility. All these uh, out of work indie guys from Georgia and Florida that they're using for job stuff. He wants them to get paid every week, so that's why all of a sudden Dark became like two two and a half hours, fifteen matches. Would, would you would you care if WWE did that for main event? Uh, yes, because they wouldn't do it right. Yeah. Here's here's the and what I'm gonna make. I'll explain that here. I love Dark because what it's done is prove everybody wrong who watches it. You can go back to the 80s and early 90s where it was mostly job matches on a show. I wouldn't recommend doing it on Dynamite or Raw. 
But you can have a show that is mostly all job matches because what it does to the people who watch is you learn about the competitors, you learn their move set, mm-hmm. their finishers, their character without any of the distraction of a 50-50 match or learn about the other guy either. You're learning about that person and creating a connection, either good or bad. Mm-hmm. So by the time they are in competitive matches against people you know, not only do you know them, but you know what they're capable of, and you're kind of rooting for them in, in some cases. That's how they did it in the 80s. That's how they and, brought people in and got them up. They, you won squash matches, and all of a sudden you were, you were something. You, and, you meant something. And then it also makes you pay for good matches, for pay-per-views. Yeah. Plus they save the good matches for pay-per-view or Dynamite main event. Exactly. It's, like, it's like a double-edged sword. They had like Cody Chung. Yeah. From Defy that we've seen multiple yeah. times. He was, like, he was two on three there weeks. for two weeks. Yeah. 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 It's, like, the thing with Dark and it, it's growing on me is the fact that it's just matches. There's no... There, sure, there might be some side things. However, it's limited to if it's not it, the side things. It's Excalibur and Taz with yeah. a color with a guest commentator. There's it, no backstage segments. It's just next match, and it's and it's been fruitful because they have actually they've actually hired I want to say eleven or twelve people to full time contracts who came in as jobbers on dark and were so impressive. Bowens and Caster, both of the acclaimed. Ty Conti, and maybe the powerhouse Will Hobbs is the most obvious. He was Ricky brought in Starks, to do jobs, but he was But that's yeah. He, yeah, he he was signed during that time. Yeah. yeah, but all those they came in as jobbers, and I and they I were pre- just here to do job work. And I appreciate Con for doing that because of the fact that you know what this is, what dark is for a lot of people. House shows for the for the WWE. Yeah, practice. It's practice. It gets it gets you know. <laughs> I mean, that's why they put it for free on YouTube. They're not ever going to expect you to invest in dark. The fan, you know, the hardcores can, I yeah. do, but they, but it's there to get the guys work, and if you want to see it, you learn about them. And that's the one thing I would tweak about the the format is just one two and a half hour long show. I think is too long every week. What I would do is maybe have an hour, maybe an hour and a half, but then every like film those matches, but every day on YouTube you put up a new match. Oh, see, that's a wrinkle. One match. See? And then every single day, you're driving people to your page. But then on Tuesday, you get the full... You could have, you know, the bigger stars on Tuesday. And then the under-underneath the under underneath guys every day, one match a day. That is not a bad idea in any shape or form. And I was smiling because, ironically, <clears throat> the plan for him eventually, once things are settled in the world we're living in right now, is Dark will still be there. Hmm. But there's going to be a third show. And he's talked of even a fourth show on YouTube. Uh, not that one's on TNT. Yeah. But like split. Basically, it would split dark in half. Yeah. You would have one hour. And then whatever the other show is, is a different day and another mm-hmm. hour. And basically, what you would get is dark would be. It's like, it's like a finishing class. The brand new ones would wrestle the Billy Guns or whatnot on the, yep. on the, on the bottom show. And then dark would be your next tier where you get refined further. You look pretty good. You may start making dynamite pretty soon if you're good. And then there's your main. Yep. And so not far off from your idea, mm-hmm. um, but I kind of like the idea. You get website flow every day. It's not a bad idea. Was, and then those wrestlers who are going to be there can pub their shit all day long on uh-huh. Twitter. Yeah. No. I mean, so yeah, they kind of had, they're on the same wavelength as you, but that's, that's pretty good. That's um, on today's uh, maximize the streaming man. Mm-hmm. It's the future. On tonight's um, impact, Tony Khan does another infomercial. He <laughs> Him call- and Shivani are hilarious in those infomercials. Uh, he calls himself he calls himself the Forbidden Door. <laughs> um, where is it? I just had it. Uh, he calls himself the Forbidden Door. Says he swings both ways <laughs> and is open to new ideas. <laughs> awesome because like last week he's like last week's like i do things by emotion if i if i if i get drunk with emotion then i'd start doing everything see even these people think these are just mark promos to satisfy his ego but even those impact paid there it's furthering the storyline yeah like last week he kind of gave you a hint of what was coming he's like yeah i run by emotion uh you know, I go by the seat of my pants sometimes. Do you think uh, if uh, if Kenny Omega and Don Callis weren't uh, 
pushing my buttons? Do you think I would have allowed uh, John Moxley to go over to New Japan Strong and attack Kenta? Probably not, but I'm doing it, you know? And it, it kind of gave a little hint. Yep. The shit, it means something. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest reason I'm an AEW fan instead of WWE right now. Because even if it may not be everybody's cup of tea, everything that they're doing leads to something else. There is a rhythm and their mm-hmm. meaning. I am so tired. Like We just talked about Raw. There was no reason to anything. Like, who knows why the fuck they did anything they did on Raw? It made no sense at all. I think uh, another thing that's growing on me, maybe for you, Corey, is the uh, waiting room by Britt Baker. <laughs> it's, it's her, uh, it's her talk it's show. Her it's her Piper's Pit. And <laughs> the best thing was, so last week, Ricky Starks was on it. And they're both dressed up like The Rock. From oh, the, they were, they were going to fuck. They were going to fuck. Until Tony <laughs> Schiavone runs in. All right, I think we've ran out of time. Because he's Britt Baker's friend. And he's like, you know, he's like, wrap it up. Wrap oh, those two. They were, they were going to fuck. Right they, were like, they were like getting close. And like Schiavone's like, gets, he, he gets in between them. He's like, <laughs> we're out of time. Wrap we're, it up. <laughs> hey, hey, Ricky, don't you have uh, something to go do? Leave enough room for Jesus. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, you got stuff to do? No, I, I think I'm good here. Thanks, Tony. Well, he like looks at the camera and does like the nitro. Well, it looks like we ran out of time here. He I like said, that they're not afraid to go. Like they let people talk. Yeah. Like Dustin Rhodes was one of the first guests on there, and she was kind of giving him shit about being old and, yeah. and and he's like, "Well, I, you know, I did just win Match of the Year for 2019 in PWI." And she's like, "Well, I mean, I guess that's good." And he's like, "So, did your boyfriend win Match of the Year?" No, he didn't, did he? I did. <laughs> and, and, yeah. And the, and the wrestlers, they're kind of like, ooh. And uh, <laughs> uh, Reba. Reba. Reba, Reba oh. is like the, the the Ed McMahon. Even with the corny laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's good shit, Maroki. One more thing about AEW. Uh, last week, I think we discussed it, about how Shaq and... Uh, Thankfully, moved to TV. Yeah, um, <coughs> which makes more sense. More people will see it. But yeah, yes. and, that, and that's what they wanted. Yeah. Shaq and Jade would be taking on Cody Rhodes and Red Velvet like, on the March third edition of AEW uh, Dynamite. D- good, better or worse, WWE can put Bad Bunny on WrestleMania. People are going to watch that. They're not putting Shaq on a pay per view. People are going to watch it. They're, they're not the same level, which is fine. And I think they they're realize just it. not there. Yeah. yeah, they realize it. Not uh, so much. It's Shaq. It's not Bad Bunny. It's, yeah. Um, no, AEW's doing good stuff. It's not like a TNT call. I would guess it, it's a totally TNT, a TNT yeah. call. I would guess that Bad Bunny is the bigger pop culture. I would say so. But, yes. but by how much? Because Shaq may not have played a long time, but he's still a highly publicized commentator on a very popular NBA. Yeah, I telecast. think Bad Bunny has um, a chance to. Uh, fuck, what am I saying? Have a lot. Have a. More of a lasting impact than yeah. Shaq would. Shaq, well, I think, is definitely a a short gain. Or Bad Bunny, you could, if utilized correctly, be utilized to longer purpose. You know what I always worry about with, especially in this time, in this instance, I just hope that they don't fuck up enough to where they lose a fan in him. Yeah, that's what I worry about. <laughs> yeah, um, in the year of twenty twenty, Bad Bunny had eight point three billion streams. It's a lot. That is impressive. So AW's 8.2 of that from Zen. Yeah. Turns out. Oh, she loves the albums. <laughs> uh, so AW's doing all that while WWE is sending Edge on every show and the rating to see if the ratings will help. No. And the ratings don't. No. As on Wednesday night, during Edge is on, uh, AW's doing the wedding, and the wedding did better. Oh, the wedding killed it is Edge. Seth Rollins like impact from Edge. It's I, I'm an Edge guy. It sucks. I, I feel bad because he was in a no-win there because it's a little-known secret even to TNA. Weddings sell in wrestling. People will show up because, like, this isn't going to work. How are they going to fuck it up, right? Even, there was one year where TNA did, like, three weddings because yeah. it would pop a rating. Like, no matter what. Everybody remembers that Liz Macho shit, man. Yeah. Everybody yeah. fucking remembers it. So, uh, that, was, that was, they did him dirty by putting him opposite the wedding. But, yeah, no, the wedding just fucking killed him. Raw ratings were down, and SmackDown ratings were steady, but viewership in that segment was down, which is terrible because him and Roman killed it. There was a lot of, there was something there. You yeah. could feel the electricity, and you're like, oh, if they build to this match at Mania, 
So it's awesome. What sucks for him is I think people have the same viewpoint. I think that we do that. It's like fuck. There's not a fifty year old. God, like, and so they. I think they kind of write it off before they see what happens, which is understandable. I don't blame people no, for doing that. It's understandable. The only reason I give this one a pass this time, right, is because it's an inspiring story of somebody who was robbed of the end of his career. Yeah. Who worked really hard to come back, and let's see what happens. And uh, so, obviously, the Daniel Bryan par- comparison is there. Mm-hmm. And my other comparison I was making, it's an entirely different situation, but we all shit on the Goldberg thing. Yeah. Until he cut the promo. And we were like, well, I fucking get it now. Yeah. So, it's that, I mean, if, I think if people, now I'm not saying give it forever, give it a couple weeks, and if it's just same old, then move the fuck on from it. But, you know, he's doing his part. I can't believe people are. Yeah, I'm crying for Cena to come back. Uh, I don't miss him at all. Jeez. I think they edited out that, that proposal shit mm-hmm. on WrestleMania. I think it's still on the network. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, so, uh, on Sunday is NXT Vengeance Day. But on uh, February 13th, Corey, GCW presents Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 4. Mm-hmm. Do you know the matches? I don't know all of them. I forgot. They're all right. I, I have them yeah, right here. Uh, Gil Gardado, or, nah, I don't know, sure, versus Diego Perez, Royce Isaac. Okay, I know him. We, uh, uh, from Midway Power. From Defi, we've seen him in Defy versus Calder McCall, Super Beast versus Bad Dude Tito. I have no idea. Alex Coughlin versus J.R. Kratos. I've heard of those guys. Cal Jack versus Nolan Edward. Cal Jack was the main event of the power show we went to. The, dislocated his shoulder. Dislocated. Uh, I was saving these three matches for last. Uh, Simon Grimm versus Tom Lawler. God, I hope Tom Lawler fucking tears his head off. Davey Boy Smith Jr. versus Calvin Tankman. Jesus, that should be physical. Chris Dickinson versus Jeff Cobb. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Those last three are good. I'm not too sure, but I just don't know. I don't know a lot of the younger or the other the names ones on the yeah. bottom. Yeah. Is it... Me, or I mean, the answer is obviously yes. But how much are they missing Nick Gage not being able to wrestle right now? A lot. Because man, was he the Austin of that promotion? A lot. He a just lot. makes a difference, like as far as excitement and wanting to watch it. And also, I mean, that twenty-four hour thing was a shit show. It was. They, um, it, it was for production. I have said. Multiple, I think they do too many shows. Now, I get the reason they do. I mean, they're trying to pay their people. I get it. But, like, do you have any interest in watching that at all? The, I have zero interest in watching that. The Bloodsport? Bloodsport? No, I won't say it. No. Maybe for the last three, if I can find them on YouTube. But you can yeah. find them later. Like, yeah, like that. That's one of those watch later. They need to do, I mean, at the most, one a month. At the most. They do one every other week, almost. That's, oh, it is too much, man. Uh, but speaking of too much, for some what some people, if you don't think, know me, you ain't my <laughs> homie. That's that's the Monday Night War Stories th- midweek War Stories. Sorry, no That the GCW and them announced that the collective will be back for WrestleMania weekend. Nah, boo. I'm all for the boys getting paid. Yep. But no, there's a fucking pandemic. October was a shit show. Mm-hmm. A ton of positive cases came out of that collective. It was bad news. Now, with with it getting even worse in some places, you're going to do it again? It's just going to end up with more positive cases. It's not going to do you any good. Besides, at this point, are there any fresh matches? No. Then what's the point? Just wait until things are at the safe level where you can run shows again. We're fine. Yeah. That's all. Well, it's it's getting there. They just got to be patient. It's getting there. Because this country, you know, is not patient. I, I, you know, Fucking I'm, stupid. I'm seeing positive stuff, you know, percentage down, 30-something percent down in California, and that's a main hot zone. So Yeah, no, I mean, hopefully it, it stays in that direction, and we are closer to looking at it uh, in terms of at its worst in the rear view. Yeah. Um, yeah. I certainly hope so. That's yeah. it. As long as I still get to work from home. There it is. There it is. 
selfish. Uh, it lasts a little longer. <laughs> they come back. Not uh, quite ready for it to be done yet. Find <laughs> some more COVID and throw that in the air. Yeah. It's terrible. It's like <laughs> salt. I'm such a like dick. the salt on meat. Like I. Mm, uh, a little bit of COVID. Okay. Uh, well, let's wrap the show off on that. <laughs> as Corey, COVID as Corey's <laughs> spreading COVID. <laughs> super spreader over here. Figuratively. Now, there's one member of the crew that could be called a super spreader, but he don't show up for work. Oh, Jeff, yeah. Where, where's he been at? No, Jeff, yeah. Where the fuck you been at, Jeff? In all fairness, he no longer watches wrestling, so yeah. him being on a wrestling podcast is pretty pointless. We fired him. Yeah. He kind of quit. I could, I could, we could revive the queue and bring it. Nope, he didn't really do something like that either. That's my pick. No, he, yeah, he really didn't do something. He didn't know anything. Yeah, ten you know. counts. He doesn't, does he know how to count to ten? Oh, where is that? Fourth quarter, four quarters. Let's just leave the memories alone, guys. <laughs> Superstar snapshot. <sighs> <clears throat> Holy, if it's Rebel Kill. <laughs> mm. <clears throat> well, let's wrap the show down. You can find all of our shows at nosodenchamber.com. That's right, nosodenchamber.com. Sorry if you couldn't lis- listen to us live this week, but you can go back to. Listen to this show at com, or you can listen to any of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcast.